In episode two of Beyond Beers, we are chatting with Amy, one of the Beyond Sleep School co-founders, and Amy is sharing all about how she used to be a police officer and now is a successful entrepreneur running two businesses. Her journey really is a testament to the power of resilience and the pursuit of your dreams, even in the face of uncertainty. She dives into embracing change, the power of priorities, the impact of support and drawing on your network around you, the journey of entrepreneurship, and the shift in mindset that is required when you become an entrepreneur. We are so excited to share this chat with you. Let's get into it. If you feel restricted in your current day-to-day life and you're ready to create space, and room for expansion within your life and career, you've come to the right place. You are not alone. That is exactly where we were. And we chose to pivot into a career that gave us oodles of flexibility and freedom so that we can live a life full of experiences. If you want that too, we are here for you. Enroll now in one of our 2024 course dates and kickstart your career as a family sleep and wellness coach, aka sleep consultant. With payment plan options available, it has never been easier to get started. You'll find the link with all the course info and how to enroll in the show notes. Let's get back to the podcast. If you've been struggling, struggling with all that juggling, juggling, we know priorities change when you become a mum. And the nine to five is killing me. I need some flexibility, design a life, and find some freedom. Beyond biz, beyond biz, it's time to thrive in a life beyond biz. It's time to thrive in a life beyond biz. Welcome to episode two of the Beyond Beers podcast. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. (laughs) Today we wanted to share a little bit more about our journeys, which is such an overused term, but it is true. It is a journey getting into business and figuring out your direction in life and what's going to make you happy. So we wanted to share a bit about where where we started our careers, well, where we started our substantial part of our career in healthcare for me and police for Amy. And I think, you know, the reason we want to share this is because it's really scary to pivot. And I think so many people do have this vision of whether it's a career change or starting their own business that they would love to do, but they put it off because of, you know, the fear of change the unknown income in that new business or career and just the the lack of security that they perceive that it Mm. um, provides them. And I know that for Amy and I, we've come from careers that were quite stable. You never really lose your job in the careers that we had and you get your paycheck every fortnight and it's pretty known and guaranteed, which is really comforting, but it can also kind of hold you back, I think, sometimes from pursuing something else. So today we just wanted to share a bit about 
yeah, how we got to where we are today. And to really highlight as well that it doesn't just happen overnight. And it's, it is just a process. Like we're still always learning and growing and expanding our businesses and pivoting and yeah, it's an ongoing process. So tell us a bit about Amy, your journey from being a police officer with two children, pregnant with your third to now running two businesses. Could you believe like a few years ago, you I know. We couldn't have imagined running one and then now starting a second yeah but tell me a bit about how that happened and a little bit about the thoughts that you had what you were scared of lay it on me later yeah pull up a cheer team (laughs) um (laughs) welcome sorry that was like 400 (laughs) questions in one (laughs) so i joined fresh faced um probably when i was 24 so yesterday <laughs> jokes um <laughs> I joined the police when I was 24 was in for just under 10 years um loved it so much fun and like the friendships I made the experiences I had pff, yeah so good I could just so see you being a police officer everyone's do you know everybody says it's, that they meet me a... and they're like that's it yep. that's what she did I, I, I see that now I see you in the get up <laughs> I can see you with your you know your Bossy voice. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I feel like it, I'm very persuasive, Jess. I'm yeah, very persuasive. persuasive yeah. not bossy, but persuasive. I just, yeah, you just, you just get shit done. Yeah, I get shit done. Yes, yeah. you know. Um, and it's funny because I would never have called myself an entrepreneur. Like, like that's mm. you. Like I look at you, and I mean, this is why we love our business, and we've bounced ideas over the years. But it's like, what am I doing next? Is this serving me? How can I change this? How can I adapt? And I, I do that in my personal life, Yeah. but in the police, I was sort of like, I'm really enjoying this. I'm doing that. And like every couple of years I'd join a different squad and I'd dabble, but it was never, I'm going to totally change careers and leave something that is very safe. So I was in the police, um, like I said, for just under 10 years, had my boy in 2018 and resigned about four or five months later. And the reason I resigned, A, I'd made all the squads that I wanted to make. Like I was really happy with what I'd achieved. My next step. Tick. tick, Yeah, been there, done that. Um, My next step would have been to go and become a detective. Mm. And I would have loved it and it would have been great. However, it wasn't going to serve our family dynamic. Mm. We knew we wanted to have another one. We weren't pregnant at the time um, with our third. And so I was like, I don't want to be called to a homicide and be gone for weeks and you know have these like long hours and not so much the taxing work in itself but just the hours and the time away from my family is that literally what it's like with what you see on crime shows where detectives are just gone for it's it feels like they don't go home for like a week yeah certainly i think depending on the crime yeah Mm -hmm. like there's you know i mean evidence isn't just going to sit there forever so there it is very time sensitive i guess um but I just knew that it wasn't going to work for, for our young family. And my priority at that time and now is doing what's best for the family. And I think this is where a lot and of, for you. and for me, yeah. and this is where a lot of, not just women, but people get to in their careers where they're like, how is this going to work? Like, what if I'm working night shift? And then do I get home and see the kids drop them to school and then sleep all day and then put, you know, and I was like, 
but I want to go to the school assemblies and the swimming sports and mm. do the pick up like their little faces when they're so happy to see you um so you know so it it just really shifted for me I was really comfortable resigning I had no plans I hadn't really thought about you know, you studying. Your, you were in your baby. I was in my bubble. You were in I had your two, baby two bubble. kids in yeah. 17 months, you know, under 17 months. Oh my God. I'm like, so, I don't think you need to add in any work. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, yeah, like I had, my, I had my work cut out for me. Um, yeah. So I hadn't really looked ahead. I, I joined the police when I was 24 and that was my job. Like I had kind of thought I'd been it for a long time. Um, so yeah, had my boy and then I was like, I need something else. I need something for me, you know, like I loved being a stay-at-home mum, but I wanted something for myself and my husband was looking at shifting his career and wanted this new role and was studying stuff and it was going to be like 20 or 30 grand kind of pay cut and I was like, if I could find something that would top mm. up our income, just a little side hustle, if you will, um, neck minute. <laughs> Next minute, Next minute. Three so, years later. Three years later. Yeah. And um, I mean, hindsight, in holy shit, so proud of myself for for what I've I'm done and what I've thank you. And what I've created. Makes me so tired um, thinking about having three like three kids. Like I, I have one and I'm like that's And then you throw in like build house builds and reno anyway. Yeah. So we're quite similar in that way. Well, we both, I know. We both yeah. have carpenter husbands and we've renovated houses and all that fun stuff which is just so glorious for you do it in the most stressful times yeah, of your life so i good. wonder i'm going great it's such a good Shit. time would not recommend yeah um but we all do it yeah so so yeah then i was like i want to do something and i want to help people but in a different way and what i was finding with my mum friends um a common theme was sleep and lack thereof mm. and I'm not an anxious person. It takes a lot for to, you know, ruffle my feathers, so to speak. But seeing my friends and going through periods myself with little kids, especially a number of little kids, um, was just that overwhelming anxiety that consumed my friends, mm. and they were just like hating it. And it also to be makes honest. you feel like because you know I I struggle with anxiety a lot more than you do and it just makes you feel like a shell of yourself yeah like it puts up this wall yeah. that you know really stops you feeling like your best yeah self. and I had friends who were you know like boss babes if you want to call them that you know who did really well and they were just like yeah really struggling with lack of sleep and it is like a form of torture sleep deprivation um you know their mental health suffered their relationships suffered they didn't have the time and energy to go to the gym, to organize a date night, to, like the thought of leaving the house, they were just like, and it's all oh, those hell no. like, <laughs> cup filling things. Yeah, that, the little things, the things that you we do take for granted when we don't have kids, and they just naturally happen because we make the time, and there's yeah. no not a lot of barriers to creating yeah. that time. But then you have you add kids into the mix, and then sleep deprivation, and not just the sleep deprivation. I know my clients often say like that sucks being tired, but it's the all-consuming anxiety yeah. of managing the sleep yeah. and always thinking about it, and then you can't even relax enough to go and go to the gym, yeah. or maybe you can't leave your baby because only you can settle them, yeah. or yeah. they'll only they won't take a bottle. Like there's so many barriers that can happen. 
And that's why we're so big on that forward planning of yeah. what, what do you need and what do we need to put in place to make that happen? Yeah. And I, that's, that's where I was at. And I was like, right, I'm going to, I'm going to find out more about this. And our boy was an early waker. So we'd struggled with the horrible 5am starts. And so we'd reached out to a sleep consultant and then I was like, gosh, this would be like, what a way to help people. Mm. Um, and I was just coming at it from a, oh, well, I can, you know, give people more sleep. And I mean, obviously hindsight, like you are changing lives. And so many of my, you know, clients will say that they're like, I wish we, you know, reached out sooner and this has been life changing and you've saved my marriage and oh my gosh, I just enjoy it. And they, they're finding themselves again or creating a new version of themselves mm. and they're a better parent and a better wife and a better friend and all that sort of good stuff. So I studied um, in early 2020. Um, I was pregnant at the time. So Jazz and I did the same course. And then, uh, yeah, middle of <laughs> global pandemic, um, finished. It was literally like, it just, was in it. Well, like seven weeks, I couldn't COVID, leave the house. COVID whispers started in the February. So yeah. I remember I was in Japan. Remember, yeah. like, I was there and we hadn't met yet, but I was there. And that was when, you know, we were, I remember we were on a train coming back from the snow and you started to hear some yeah. little whispers of people reading the news and hearing about this pandemic we didn't know if we'd be able to get back into the country so that was literally two months later we yeah, finished yeah that was february study. and then march we were housebound um and then finished in april may from memory and had our girls mm. early july so it was, a, a, big, it was a, big, a big start to 2020 um and so yeah when i started i I knew nothing about business. I didn't know how to run a business. I didn't know how to set up a business. Um, I hadn't really even thought about the earning potential as a sleep consultant. Um, so, you know, I reached out to other coaches and fumbled my way, to be honest, like fumbled my way through it. Um, Jazz and I befriended each other and thank God, <laughs> because, you know, we, have these basically it's not that common either no I think we, we're essentially like competitors which i hate that word but often it's you know when you hear in like marketing educational tools or anything it's find someone that's in a non-competing um you know business that mm. you can collaborate with but we are do, like we exactly. literally so, offer yeah. the same stuff in in australasia so but it's so it's we haven't great found like, competitive. lots of families that need support and yeah. it only makes the support that we give even better and it makes us enjoy our businesses more yeah. and i think we have true person that you can connect with yeah and we hope you know that we would love to see those friendships form amongst the students that do our oh, i have no program. doubt i have no doubt and i think you know, we haven't been competitive. We've always challenged each other. And I mean, that's key. And mm. any kind of collab and business relationship is, you know, pushing each other and pushing each other. Um, so that was, yeah, qualified, started Little Dreamers, um, took on like one client a month, you know, or From a kitchen yeah, bench, kitchen bench baby on the boob. Like, <laughs> yeah, so it was, you know, um, very small from the start. And then it took off mm. and it didn't stop it hasn't stopped um which is mind-blowing um and every year has just grown it's doubled every year mm. my income has doubled it's so wild. it's you know um and then i think as it's grown and changed so too of our offerings and our services and 
I've fine-tuned like I don't want to work in the evenings I don't want to work weekends I only want to work with this many one-on-ones okay well if I can only work with that many how can I boost my income let's start a group coaching program you mm. know so we've constantly evolved and it's like working backwards to like 100 your... yeah not that we you know we talked about it that setting like these huge goals and like being really driven by numbers isn't our jam mm. it's more about creating the like that and we'll talk about this so much in the upcoming episodes focusing on what do we need first and foremost so that we feel happy because that is going to help you grow a successful business if you're burnt out but earning these you know big money and you're not enjoying it then you're not going to be doing a good job no something's got to give yeah it's either you and your mental health your enjoyment or your parenting or your availability like emotionally for your partner like all that sort of stuff so actually stepping back and going i don't want to work this this and this um but for me it was also you know and i had some good conversations with my husband because it went from a side hustle to kind of working around him and the kids to actually and now you you got a nanny recently yeah yeah so things have changed and i was like you know i had to have that conversation and we you know i know this will resonate with a lot of listeners where you're like oh like i want to want to work but I feel like I should be more available to my kids they're only young ones and you know first three years are so important and yeah who's gonna be playing yeah and who's you know that might have been something that you did more of being the parent that was at home yeah that's the setup you have obviously that's not always the expectation but I think you know you you were then you realized you were working three or four days a week yeah and also you know caring for three kids and you, you know, I think we've reached these points where it's like, okay, well, that's not working anymore. What supports do I need in place? So is it like, I know you do your grocery drop once a week and you have yeah. your nanny and, you know, you book in date nights regularly. Things. It's that stuff yeah. that really kind of tops up your, um, yeah, tops up how you're feeling and, and mm. just gets you back to a good baseline. And again. I think, and I know we're going to have a whole episode on this, boundaries mm. is key, both your professional business boundaries, but also your personal boundaries. Like I don't work weekends and my clients respect that Mm. because I am a mum and I'm a wife and I am Amy (laughs) and I want to tap out and have my own time. So now I've changed, but I never used to, I did used to work on a Saturday. I used to be available for 12 hours. Yeah. For 12 (laughs) hours I was available via phone, you know, like, and too much and and sometimes I mean I was so excited and so into it and it was the shoulder tap for my hubby too it was like do you need to work this much or like the late at night and I was like well yeah but I'm not working at this time because I've got to put the kids up and I was like okay well where are we at what's a priority not what's important what's a priority um and how can we shape that around your family values really Mm. so if I want to be at school pickup does it mean I need to work an evening or do I need to share the load and get a nanny or can my husband work from home one day or can I do you know like and I think the business has changed and evolved and pivoted just like yours has Jess so much over the last two three years and it is just it runs so much smoother now because but I think we've it works we, I think it's only been three years that we've been running these businesses and I feel like we've got so much better at identifying not problem areas but like pain points early and addressing them early so that they don't fester mm. and 
get worse yeah. and just create resentment and burnout. Yeah, 100%. And yeah, I think we, we act on it just so much quicker. Mm. And for you, you know, like Amy's amazing. She's like the most dedicated fitness person ever. She makes me feel like so lazy. <laughs> <laughs> she And I actually quite like a lot of exercise, but not as much as her. That she's so dedicated at, you know, getting up early each morning or most majority of mornings and going to the gym and like that, she makes time for that because it's so important to her. And if it, if she had that appointment, essentially that gym class, any other time of the day, it, it could fall by the wayside because of mm. life getting in the way. So, and I, I know that, that I need that. And I love, that. I love that you prioritize that. And I think that's what we encourage in our clients. Yeah. We're like, you're not it's on that it's on an intake form what do you what do you want to change like what do you want that's missing date nights you know to have dinner together start the gym again do Mm. yoga over the lunch nap you know read a book go back to work whatever it is i say what are three things that you love to do every day that make you feel good and i say in brackets and you may not be doing these things right now and i think that's a real aha moment for people to be like god no wonder i feel depleted and just exhausted and crappy and it's you know that's really how we lead our businesses and it's how we support our clients it's with that life first approach and you know we we call it like parent goal focused approach Mm. because when parents are feeling and you know us in our businesses when we feel good and when the parent families we support feel really good and replenished then life's just better it just trickles down into everything yeah. yeah and it's And that's what I love so much about supporting families is that change in mindset and calm, you know, like they go from feeling really anxious and chaotic to, Hey, we went out as a family and I did assisted naps today, had a shorter one, but it was all good off of this. And they're just like, Mm. we had such a good time at the zoo. And I'm like, go back and read your messages from 10 days ago. And then you were in a right flap and they were like, oh, you know, really optimistic that they would have dinner together, but seems so far fetched. And now we're talking about dropping the last night feed or something Mm -hmm. like that, you know, or planning a holiday. Like a lot of my clients will message and say, oh, I've booked a trip to Noosa or I've booked a trip somewhere. And, you know, they never would have comprehended even doing that. And and a lot of people put off having a second or third child because of that. I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people like now we actually will consider having another child. So, so we're here making babies. <laughs> yeah, we are pretty much just adding to the population. <laughs> but that's like, that's, yeah, that is my backstory. That's mm. where I'm at. And I know we're going to talk more about my story in, in episode two. Your, your story <laughs> episode and three. episode three. <laughs> like our earning potential and what that looked like. And, you know, certainly sharing how we have reached out to business coaches and done mm. other courses and, you know, changed and adapted. Um, We're really excited about me. the episodes we have coming up. I feel like, yeah, you're going to love them and it'll really help you look at what your life could be like and your business if you have one already or if you're thinking about creating one, just what it can give you and mm. how it can grow. And But you do have to start with faith in yourself that it can happen. And it is. It's a leap. It's not a step. It's a big yeah. change. Um Thanks for sharing. Hey, you're so welcome. And you'll hear lots more about, you know, our stories woven into other episodes, but we just really wanted to kind of share a bit more about, yeah. Because they are different stories. So yeah. next week we'll tune in (laughs) to Jazz's story. We did intend Um, to share mine in this one as well, but then we've just gone way over time. (laughs) 
people will be recognized. We're still getting now. used to how to co-host the podcast together because we we talk a lot, so yeah. we'll have to rein it in. Maybe we could make like movies. <laughs> settle down, settle down. Stay tuned. <laughs> we'll catch you next week, guys. Thanks for listening to Beyond Biz. Don't forget to review and subscribe and share this episode with a friend. We hope you've loved tuning in and we'll catch you next time.